Hey there, Piss Nation. This is Tom Takar here to let you know that Tommy McNamara and I will be in New Hampshire this very evening, February 14th, Valentine's Day, at the Shaskeen Pub at 8 p.m. The doors will open at 9 p.m. The show will start. And tomorrow night we'll be in Portland, Maine at Lincoln's. That's Thursday the 15th. And as always, if you're a New York pissionado, why don't you come see us at Caroline's on Broadway, March 15th? Uh, we've already got some fun guests lined up, and it's going to be a great time. And if you're a real pisshead, I'm throwing some bonus episodes up today on our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash standbyyourband. Check them out, and thanks for listening. Enjoy the episode. Hey, what the fuckers, what the fuckheads, what the fucking ears. Welcome back to Stand By Your Band, the podcast where we talk about bands that people make fun of. Sometimes they're up, sometimes they're down, but they're always twisted. I'm Tommy McNamara, joined by your co-host, the Indian, Tom Takar. Oh, the Indian, huh? That's pretty... Oh my god. <laughs> Tim, god damn it. Well, that was interesting. Uh, guys, what did you think about Tommy's intro to the show, since he has so many fucking comments about my, <laughs> my intros every week? Guys, I, I hate to be... Well, Tim McLaughlin here. I hate to... Uh, yeah, you didn't even intro Tim. I look, That's okay. I, I listen to every episode. You know, I'm a Patreon sure. subscriber, that's and that's how, how got I got on. And... Uh, <laughs> I'd say that was the best intro there's ever been. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> now, this you didn't even like. come up with a fun like nickname for me. I've been calling myself the Slumdog 100 Air. See, that is what you should have told me beforehand. <laughs> so I've I been acting like I came up with that. <laughs> I've been Indian. calling you Bollywood Brady. Yeah, you have. <laughs> you sure have. And that's, uh, that's Tim McLaughlin. He's in town from the shy, as he calls it, Chicago. Yep. I will say I saw Jumanji last night. Yeah? And there was a part where a little Indian boy came on the screen, and uh, Trey Brown leaned over to me and said, that's Tom Takar. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so loud in the theater. <laughs> that's very fun. I enjoy that. How'd you feel about Jumanji? Oh, it's terrible. Oh, wow. We have differing opinions, because <laughs> I, I loved it. Did you? Yeah, What'd you I like about it. it? I thought it was funny. Jack Black says yes, queen. I know, because he's supposed to be playing a girl. Yeah, I get that. It wasn't like over my head. Yeah, yeah you don't understand girl talk, Tommy. That's You've never true. talked to a woman before. Never watched the DJ. Thank you, queen. <laughs> oh, boy. We have uh, we have some big news on this pod. Well, Tim did our show. Uh, Tim is in town. How are you liking your trip so far? I'm having a good time. I've Everybody comes to Chicago, they're like, everybody drinks too much in Chicago, and then I haven't been not drunk since I've been here. Yeah, but that's just you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that nobody drank in New York. It's like, you're just in New York. You're just drunk and drinking on the train, being like, see, I told you. <laughs> no, that is true. People said that like when we moved here. They're like, yeah. People drink way more in Chicago than I was like, people are drinking all over the place. And then everybody was like, yeah, those are all Chicago comics who <laughs> yeah. moved here. It yeah. is. People drink. I think it just goes. The ranking is Chicago, New York, L.A. in terms of comedy cities and drinking. Yeah. Like L.A. people don't drink at all. 
Right. Yeah, you, it's harder to find until the putter bots moved there, yeah. and then but they're Chicago. I think they're, don't are they so? Damn. Congrats to those putter bots. L.A. people are too busy drinking kale smoothies. Ugh, <laughs> gross and and getting meetings with uh, CAA and whatnot. William Morris. <laughs> this is the podcast where we list talent agencies. Yeah. <laughs> Which Tim will never hear more about. <laughs> you may remember Tim from our live episode. Yeah, where everyone hated the music I picked. <laughs> I remember the live episode was going real good till we got to the songs and everyone got bummed out. Yeah, that also, was... The live podcast where my sister brought her friend, who my fr- her friend was like in love with you. I was thinking oh, a lot I know, about that. dude. That was crazy. Damn, she tried dude. to fuck me in the bathroom. Oh my I god, think. we could have dealt without that. <laughs> no, she like grabbed my hand and was like going into the bathroom. I'm like, I'm not going with you. Oh my god, she had a nice little butt. Oh, oh stop, please, god. come on, Tim. They're gonna listen to this. Yeah, yeah I know. That's what I'm saying. It. Are you just trying to hit on her it. via podcast? No, I have a girlfriend that I'm in love with. Quit. She's gone. Why are you though. winking? <laughs> but doesn't your girlfriend love me more than you? Yeah, she does. Nice. Damn. <laughs> Tim tells everybody that his girlfriend loves them so that we'll all like her more. <laughs> no, yeah. we love her. She's, She's great. Annoying. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, Tim did our show at Caroline's. We threw him a little bone. We thought it'd be fun to watch somebody bomb on our show. <laughs> if you live in New York, by the way, come to that Caroline show. People are having hot sets there, and all we're missing. It's you. <laughs> literally, if it's you who are listening, it's you. You're the it's one that we're literally listening. you right there. And our next holding one's going to be very special, I think. Yeah, it's going to be great. I think that's going to be our best one. Uh, it's going to be the night after feeling. my breakout. Uh, yeah. Serious. It's going to be a big week. After that breakout of herpes. Yeah, you're the night after my getting. big breakout. <laughs> uh, and check out Tommy, of course, March 14th. But check out our show March 15th. You get... Not only do you get to see Tommy, who you get to see 14th, but you also get me. Yeah. So maybe just come on the 15th. Well, no, do a pilgrimage and stay. Just sleep in the club on the 14th. Yeah, they welcome that. <laughs> yeah. It's haunted. If you can sleep in the club overnight, you get a million dollars. You own the club. Yeah. <laughs> you get free tickets for a week. Uh, <laughs> Two drink it? minimum required. <laughs> is March 15th the Ides of March? Beware. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Is that right, Connor? Hell yeah. Tim, I'm surprised you know that. Yeah, we're surprised I'm, you know anything. Yeah, I was surprised I knew it, too, to be honest with <laughs> to you To give a picture of Tim's mental state, earlier today I walked in with a bag that said Subway, and Tim said, ah, eating fresh. And I said, yeah. And then I go, you know, they got four ninety nine spicy Italian. And he goes, where at? <laughs> <laughs> I meant that I was trying to ask where the Subway was. <laughs> Because I wanted to go buy a very cheap sandwich. Tim keeps trying to buy sandwiches off the train station here. He's like, I thought it was the subway everywhere. Oh, no. That's how stupid Tim is. Oh, no. That's but anyway, true. so at our Caroline show, we had a big moment. We had a huge moment. Tim uh, bombed. No, yeah, no uh, That was big. <laughs> our big moment was uh, we, we got a little insider info that a gentleman uh, named Adam Duritz was going to be performing alongside uh, the roast master Jeff Ross at the early show. So me and Tommy said, I know what we'll do. We packed up our things and got to that show early. We got a picture with Adam Duritz together. It uh, was a life highlight for me. Uh, I've loved the Counting Crow since I was a young boy. And I said to him, I said, August and Everything After is my favorite album of all time. And he said, cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> he was nice. He, had, he, he was, was nice. He was yeah. taking pictures with people. And then right when we got to where he was at, he sat down. <laughs> we were like, oh, no. And Tommy went, no. <laughs> 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 I, uh, the, me, the brave gentleman I am, I stood uh, next to his table. And I was like, hey, buddy, 
you're going to need to take one more. <laughs> My little friend here has uh, got uh, problems. We've been hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dom and I were talking, though. Like At first, we were like, maybe he doesn't want to take pictures. And I was like, well, if he wanted to be discreet, he would stop looking like that. Yeah, that's true. He's really uh, holding on to that look. Yeah. People didn't really... A lot of people questioned us. He didn't look like you think it was him, but it was him. People thought it was fake. It was real. It was real. Jeff Ross tweeted about it. Yeah, and we even had to Google it, because he looks much different than he used to, but he's a nice man. But that's just the human aging process. That's true. His Uh hair looks like he kept his hair from the 90s and like just sewed it back together and put it on his head. (laughs) It doesn't look right on his head. (laughs) It doesn't look like it fits there. You should have done that to him. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) We'll get it. We'll show a picture, but Tim's losing his hair rapidly, and it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he looks bad, but anyway, um, I mean, I don't look good. We we do want to shout out and thank you to Adam Duritz for uh, for hanging around <laughs> a little longer. You couldn't us. think of a different one. No, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> We're taking uh, a picture with Mr. McNamara and me. Mm. It's like Mr. Jones. Kind yeah. of. Did you guys they do around. share a mister. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Much that's like true. your girlfriend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I, well, she he's with she, my girlfriend's with Mr. Steal Your Girl, <laughs> yeah. which is a real bummer. I heard that you're dating Mistress. What's that about? <laughs> no, I'm dating Reductress. Oh, God. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a great <laughs> it's website. Fun. It's very yeah, funny. It's good time. Yeah. Never anyway, read it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're here uh, today. Tim came along to talk about a little band. Called Blues Traveler. Get your harmonicas ready. I had to take a big yellow taxi to see Adam Duritz. Ah, Guys, that's nice. come on. Not I bad. was trying to think of uh, uh, the I know we were by parts of that past it. Yeah, but. Yeah. The show was on Sullivan Street. That's a deep cut. <laughs> you know, there used to be a uh, don't always seem to go. You don't know what you got till it's gone. And uh, see, these Car- aren't even Counting Crows lyrics. Caroline, what's that? That's a cover, so it's not. Oh, even it Counting is. Crow's Who's lyrics? that a cover yeah. of? Uh, Vanessa Joey Carlton. Mitchell. I wanted to say Cheryl Crow for some reason. No, it's no, an old song. Right. It's like from the sixties. Oh, okay. Please don't yell at us. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't need this. We're very tired. <laughs> if I was being a dick, I would have loved to be like, "I loved you in Shrek." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I heard him talking about they because they asked him to do that song for Shrek. Was that Shrek three? Shrek two, accidentally Shrek, in love. Yeah, and man, they were like, "We want song. an upbeat love song." He's like, "I don't write those, man. I write like." sad songs about getting your heart broken and he's like yeah but i'll try it you know i took a look at that donkey and i just started <laughs> to write this song well the first draft was accidentally in donkey, <laughs> donkey. <laughs> been a long shrektober <laughs> <laughs> i've heard of jocktober but shrektober i would love the jump <laughs> like, there's a lot of leaps there <laughs> <laughs> That's also how lazy he is. <laughs> you also couldn't have said Shrek Sember. No, that doesn't work. That's no good. <laughs> Maybe Donkey will be better than the last. <laughs> he just puts characters in there. John Lithgow is the prince in Mr. all the Mr. Puss in Boots. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Boots was in the Shrek universe. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. right. Okay, Shrek, yeah. I believe, too. Antonio Banderas. His yeah. <laughs> final role. One of the biggest uh, Latino performances in film history. <laughs> also, check me out on the Latino Voices Crycast. Oh, yeah. Check that out. Uh, Latino USA is the name of the show. <laughs> Not the Latino Voices. Um, <laughs> it's also, it's, Have you ever uh, seen that feature on El Onion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Uh 
Yeah, check out Tommy on uh, on Antonio's uh, uh, show, um, Latino USA. He uh, he admits that he's a crying little bitch. Oh and, uh, <laughs> no, it's great. Tommy gets a big laugh in it. It's a good time. Um, let's talk about Blues Traveler, please. Yeah, dude. Um, we were reading a little about Blues Traveler. Tim, you love Blues Traver- Traveler. Here's the thing. It's a weird word. Yeah, I love Blues a- Traveler, but like, I don't like know anything about music so today i had to like google blues traveler songs to google what is a chord yeah I had to google what is a chord what is and, a music uh, i said what's that little box he blows in uh it's a harmonica oh but, i thought that it was your mom's pussy damn, damn. tim brings out the worst of us. I, it's damn. true tim came in the door we were saying things we've never said before <laughs> Here's the thing, man. And the door is what you call his mom's pussy. <laughs> of course, yeah. That's what we. That's uh, that's what, that docu- that's what that movie was about. <laughs> I say little box, and you think of my mom's pussy. That shit is stretched out. That oh, bitch is God. fucking right, 50, travel, huh? 60 years old or something. Uh, she's oh had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> no, she hasn't. <laughs> yeah, actually, she's had a pretty good life. Still let's hangs through the floor, though. Oh, my God. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, Blues Traveler. Oh. So I had to Google like the names of the songs because I don't know the names. Like I love Radiohead more than anything in the world, but I don't know the names of any of their songs. And I've seen them live nine times. Have you really? Yeah. That's how many times Ferris Bueller missed school. <laughs> Bueller. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. <laughs> that should be your new uh, catchphrase. It should be because people do not agree with it most of the time. Have uh, you ever seen Blues Traveler live? Yes. At Lollapalooza. No. Yeah. At, wait. Yeah, Lollapalooza. Ooh, when were they at Lollapalooza? The same time that the Chili Peppers were at Lollapalooza. I was at the Lollapalooza. I had to get a... I was near the front for Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I had to get a... I had to, like, leave because I was, like, dehydrated. I thought I was going to pass out. Damn. So, yeah. my All my friends were near the front of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then I was there near the front, and I was like, oh, this sucks because there's one bajillion people here. Exactly. Damn. So... I kind of walked out and then just went and watched Blues Traveler at the exact wow. same time you because there was... You guys could have met. Yeah, that's yeah, we could have met. Each other and you could have met Cheese. <laughs> or whatever <laughs> your friend's name cheese. are. Cheese? Cheese wasn't... Cheese was there. Yeah, Cheese was there. <laughs> cheese was here last night. I was hanging out with my bro here? Cheese last oh, night. Oh, yeah. in, uh, in New York, not in this yeah. apartment. Yeah. yeah cheese isn't welcome in here. <laughs> no Everyone what? at a Red Hot Chili Peppers concert has a friend named Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you shout Cheese, 50 heads turn. There are, yeah, it's a guarantee that at every Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, there is at least one Cheese. Yes. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Cheese, and then like 10 people are like, yeah. it's my birthday. It's <laughs> <laughs> always their birthday. Yeah. Dude, that's how you get free shots at a TGIF. TGI Fridays, fuck it. Come on. You I'm going to kill were fine. myself. <laughs> you were fine. Tim's not doing so good. No, I'm real tired and hungover. So you saw him. Do you remember a highlight? Of what? The show? <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Uh, no, I was all fucked up. I just that was remember. a real eat fresh moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. I'm sure. I wonder what they do. They close with hook or do they close with runaround? I don't remember. I I was all fucked up on like mushrooms and shit. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I yeah. was like 
just standing there being like, hell yeah, there aren't a bajillion people here. <laughs> so the thing you love most about Blues Traveler <laughs> is the amount of space around space? you yeah. at the concert. Yeah. I like to spin. I like to put my arms out and spin around, and if I don't hit anyone, I'm having a good time at that concert. <laughs> You're going to love the spin doctors. Yeah. I know. If you like uh, empty shows, why don't you see Tommy McNamara's headlining tour? Oh, <laughs> oh, I heard that's March 14th. Get your seats. Uh, they're available. <laughs> <laughs> No, Tommy will be in uh, <laughs> Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge. <laughs> That'll sell out. I think it will. Because they all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it will. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wasn't trying to be rude. I was saying I think it'll sell out. Thank you. Well, let's do <laughs> a John Popper a little bit. He uh, and Tim, he's you the... like taking poppers. Too. <laughs> That's right to open up that butthole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our, our old roommate, who I won't name. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> We've only had two roommates who have left this place. Both of them. This is probably true for got, like yeah. really into poppers and kept oh. telling me to try a popper. I'm like, I don't want it. They I was like, oh, on it the... opens your butt up. Yeah. I, like, I don't need that. Want to try? I like. Yeah, I want something that'll reverse my butt. I want to. What's the opposite of popping? Uh closing. Yeah, I guess yeah. snapping no. and crackling. Yeah, yeah. I want a crackler. <laughs> Crackler yeah. sounds like a good donut. Also said roommate was on the phone with me one day, and he and I'm like, he's talking to me about moving to a certain city that I live in, Chicago, and he was like, he was like, yeah, I mean, I just don't know if I'm going to move there, blah, 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 and then I just hear in the background, yo, are we going to buy these poppers or what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, John Popper. All right. <laughs> So John Popper is an interesting fella. I want to fantastic harmonica player. Yes, please don't absolutely. dox us. <laughs> yeah, do Dude. not dox us, please. Apparently, he does that. I watched him play the harmonica when I was a kid, and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> oh and then shit! I, then I got a harmonica, and I'm like, damn, this is hard as hell. And also, you have to buy a bunch of different ones. Well, you yeah. have to buy one for each key. That's the thing. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. crazy. Because I, I play a little that. harmonica, but I can't play at all. Like he's also using like an attachment to it too that I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know how to work. But it's weird that. John Popper plays the harmonica, but Adam Duritz dated the Monica. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was pretty that crazy, weird. huh? Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, here's a question up top. Do we have a, a source on why they're called Blues Traveler? We, uh, I had that pulled up on uh, on Wikipedia. Because it's not blues. Yeah, I mean, it's bluegrassy and they a little ain't bit. Traveling. <laughs> oh, shit, they sitting. <laughs> There's like kind of a uh, TMZ kind of made, it, what I think, it, tell me if you think this is kind of a shot at John Popper, because he's a heavy man, at least he used to be, he lost a lot of weight, mm-hmm. he used to weigh 400 pounds, he says that Hanson took a shot at him at one, at one point while they were working with him, they were telling a story about him and they were like, and John was Fat. Oh <laughs> and it was like really uncomfortable. But uh, this TMC series called Member Them is about uh, artists. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, <laughs> it says John Popper is best known for his buttery vocals. That is definitely a shot. <laughs> that's a yeah, shot, that's a right? shot, dude. <laughs> He's so heavy that butter comes out of his, <laughs> his vocal cords. Damn. Um, anyway, let's let's figure out uh, why do they call him Blues Traveler while we're. While we're researching here, who's the lead singer of the Black Crows? I don't remember that guy's name. But I have no him idea. and John Popper got in a fight on Howard Stern. Oh, did they really? Yeah. Do you remember about what? Uh, no. Remember what? Because uh, <laughs> John Popper was talking about because they toured together. He's like, that dude's a fucking asshole. And then the dude came on. He's like, John Popper's fat and stupid. And he's just being a dick. But the dude from Black Crows is like legitimately 
uh, known for being a gigantic asshole. Really? Yeah, and then he then Stern got him like on the phone, and they were like arguing with each other. Oh shit! Stern rules, dude. Uh, I found some uh, some answers here. So they were originally called the Establishment. Ugh. Uh, yeah, that's a bad name. Yeah, I don't like that. Later named blue. Uh, later renamed Blues Band, and then uh, and then Blues Traveler, taking the latter part from the name of the primary demon in the film Ghostbusters, Gozer the Traveler. I really don't like that either. Yeah, that kind of was sucked. that the female Ghostbusters? No, I don't believe so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, which I don't even count uh, the the original Ghostbusters. Only all female remakes count in my book. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, that's not. Uh, but they're a jam band. Like you know they are I mean? a jam band. Yes, I feel like if you have to classify them in a genre, for sure. Jam. And historically, I hate most jam bands. I will say which this is about historic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say I, I was reading this about them earlier that they were considered a jam band. And if you listen to them, they're for sure a jam band. Like yeah. they they're jamming around over there. But there's a there's a bluegrassy vibe. I think mostly just because of that Harmon, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, there's definitely elements, but sure. But generally, what they're popular have blues for is in the name. Yeah. It seems. Which fun. which should, you think they should be called Jam Travelers? You sound like that they're selling cool. jelly. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe yeah. they should. You know the difference between jelly and jam, right? What's that? I gotta take a popper to jelly my dick <laughs> in an asshole. <laughs> oh man, that was a, that was fun. <laughs> this is a stupid podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, they. <laughs> it Look, is I'm a from, stupid podcast. I'm from forty minutes away from Chicago, the home of being forty minutes away from the home of the blues. Okay, <laughs> so I know about the blues. <laughs> they. Definitely, they're like considered a big part of like the re-emerging jam band scene. Like they were actually a like a big, they were a big part of it. You know, they were they were around because they started in '87. They were big shit, but they didn't. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. I like that they didn't. Um, they lost their rep in uh, 2002 because of Popper's struggle with obesity. It says really. It's, well, this is what it says. It says uh, Sheehan's death. They, I, I believe that's their bassist. Um, yeah. The, their bassist died, I think. I believe mysteriously, somewhat. Well, they say John Popper ate him. <laughs> and I, I don't Man. think it's true, but that's what they I, say. Yeah, that is mysterious. I don't think it's true either, but you know, you can't rule anything but he, out. But he was seen moments after the disappearance, wiping his lips and saying, "Mmm, bassist." Oh God, we're gonna get doxed. <laughs> we should talk about him doxing. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about that because it's a disclaimer. If you're listening, John, yes. please don't dox us. We don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, we have nothing. There's six of us that live in a three-bedroom. But if you do want to know our address, it is uh, 1600 Pennsylvania <laughs> Avenue. Yeah, oh, and man. if you want to know what we look like, an orange idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are screwed. Just take a shot at the big orange asshole, you see? <laughs> I don't think he's shooting people. <laughs> no. He is is that what doxing though. is? He got arrested in 2007, and they found 13 guns in his trunk. I Last night I said he had 70 guns in his <laughs> car just because that's a fun number, but I knew it was a lot. 
Yeah. I mean, for one person to have 13 think, is still crazy. I think some of them were like assault rifles and stuff, right? Yeah, like four rifles, like five yeah. pistols. and mm-hmm. Yeah. That's almost as many colonies as we had. That's Pretty crazy. Very true. <laughs> but yeah, he had just a bunch of guns and a bunch of drugs. And then I think he tried to tell the officer that he was the guy from Blues Traveler. And they're like, yeah, but you still can't. Yeah, but you still can't. <laughs> so funny if they were like, carry all. Yeah. <laughs> My dear Lord, I'm sorry. They're like, if you're the guy from Blues Traveler, then play this harmonica. And the cop has one on him, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's every cop has a harmonica on him. It's like they have, protocol. Yeah. <laughs> they have the like, uh, tube to blow into yeah. for a DUI, and then they have a harmonica to prove your your John Popper. <laughs> um, yeah, so he docks this guy because uh, the guy just tweeted. So he's famous for just finding any tweets about he him. He searches and his own name. You're a part of this, Tim. Yep. You're a part of history here. I tweeted him. Historically. Yeah, I, <laughs> historically, I tweeted Blues Traveler. <laughs> uh, he will search his name and search Blues Traveler. You don't have to add him or anything. And he'll go after people who make fun of uh, the band. Or if they say kind of anything about the band. There's one example. There's this guy who, uh, if you don't like what this guy is saying, you can find his address. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, this thing started with uh, there was a woman who tweeted about like the masturbating thing that people should talk about the fact that uh, John Popper in his behind the music says that he started losing weight because he was too fat to beat off. Yes, in different words, but yeah. So then she goes on to claim that he attacks her in his book. Which is partially true, but he kind of tells the story about a bunch of these people. And so he says, uh, at first he's like kind of hitting on her. It's very odd because she says surprisingly little information on the internet regarding the legend that John Popper was too obese to masturbate. This is a BuzzFeed writer um, by the name of Katie Nato, Not. Not a pullus. Not gonna work here anymore. Am I right? That was from a movie. <laughs> office space. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, if you want to hear any more office space quotes, watch office watch space. the film Office Space. <laughs> Starring Jennifer Aniston, who dated Adam Duritz. You guys are welcome, man. I bring it all around. I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Is that right? No. Uh, so uh, she didn't add him or anything when she tweeted this. And then John Popper tweets, I really am getting turned on by you girls researching the subject so thoroughly, though. <laughs> Winky face. And then he put the emoji for the like uh, purple. What is that called? The eggplant? Eggplant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not good. And then um, she wrote, is it true, though? And he wrote, well, I'd start to feel chest pains and stop and then get to feeling better. And the porn was still going, so I'd start up again. Jesus, then, yeah. that is too much. It's a lot. He gets very gross here. Um, then, oh, So then other people, what she doesn't acknowledge is that other people start jumping in and calling him fat and stuff. And, like, Including the guy. Uh, oh, I didn't realize that this guy jumped they're, in. They're okay. connected stories. I did yeah. not realize that. Wow. Uh, so then he, she just posts a response that he writes where he says, and you are too fat to kneel down to lap up the dick. You hate yourself for wanting dot, dot, dot freak. freak. <laughs> he calls them a freak. Wow. Damn. Yeah. He would love you, Tommy. <laughs> Piss freak. Uh, yeah. Then he starts talking about rape fantasies and it Ugh. gets very crazy. Yeah. So that's then too much. she claims that he writes about her in his book saying that, uh, like he like kind of, he alludes to this. He says, one time I got into an argument with someone who worked for BuzzFeed. It started when she and a few of her friends were trying to recall the interview on Behind the Music where I was discussing being so obese that I started to have chest pains while masturbating. Um, 
Uh, I told them it turned me on that they were so interested in this. She answered, you can't even rape your hand. And I responded, nothing funny about hand rape unless the hand was asking for it. The next thing I knew, uh, rape advocate John Popper was all over BuzzFeed. And so she's like, that didn't happen. Nobody, I, I did not say that he raped, uh, he couldn't rape his hand. And then she's like, but my friend did say that. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like weird. It's like, I don't think he cared who, which one of you said that he's like grouping them all together. He, he did get kind of attacked here. It sounded like, and he lashed out in a very bad way. Mm-hmm. He, he definitely fucked up here. So then this other guy steps in. Um, let's see. Da, da, da. A um, Kentucky man. Yeah. Where the, uh, how do you feel about Kentucky, Tim? I hate it. Oh, okay. Good. Have you spent a lot of time there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Indy, isn't Indy very detached. close to, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a hard rivalry between Indiana and Kentucky. It's one state yelling that you fuck your cousin, the other state yelling the exact same thing. Yeah. And we just try to have to prove who fucks our cousins Whose cousin is hotter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, our cousin's the hottest cousin. <laughs> I wanted to start a, uh, like a band called Hot, Hot Cousin. Hot Cousin. Check it and see. She's a cousin to my aunt and uncle. Oh, Damn it. I was going to. All right. Uh, <laughs> I will say, you know, as a man who struggled with his weight his whole life, there's it is objectively funny that he was too fat to masturbate. Yeah. For it's sure. The fun, yeah. One of the funnier things is, you'll ever hear. I think he said it because it's funny. Yeah. I think yeah. he meant to be funny by saying that. Um, well, he actually, this is he acts like, they act like there's not that much stuff on the internet about it. But if you listen to the early version of Hook, he, it, it's like about that. Really? Have you heard that? No. Can we pull it up? Yeah, yeah, I'll pull it up here. Let's uh, pull it up here. All right, let's uh, let's hear a little bit of hook. Too fat to beat off. I can't even use KY to fat to be the In 20 years, I'll dox a guy. That's enough of that. Um, <laughs> it's weird. I. The only uh, docking eyes support is two men putting their penises inside. The also, you'd think that the guy from Blues Trevor, when he recorded, would have tuned his guitar. Yeah, but you would <laughs> think, but he was in a hurry to belt that one out. That, <laughs> then that belt out a fucking rope. <laughs> um, yeah, that is pretty funny. But <laughs> yeah, It's always funny when you're too fat to throw ropes, you know? Is that what you say? Nah, Machine got me saying it. I've seen that. Night. I've seen that on the internet a little bit. Throw it seems ropes. like a new. That's like a new. Yeah, it's slang like a new term. slang term. For I've heard that for a while. Yeah, it's pretty gross. <laughs> it's a real gross way to say it. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> and uh, let's uh, well, let's talk about how this guy got involved. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's this article is not saying how he jumped in. It just says that he tweeted about him. But uh, but the Blue Traveler tweeted 170 times uh, tweeting about this guy. Forrest Rutherford. Damn. What, a, what a nice name. Yeah, that is a cool Southern That's name. A cool name. Uh, let's see. That does sound a little bit like a slave owner name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, he's a good Kentucky man. Um, good old boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, he got under John Popper's skin. 
But, but then, yeah, Popper posted an aerial view of Rutherford's house with the caption, this is the Rutherford home in Versailles, Kentucky. It's Versailles, Kentucky, I should say, because that's how they pronounce it there. I can only assume his parents are tied up in the basement to afford him rent. That doesn't so, make sense. This is, I, I mean, doxing in itself is horrible and creepy. Yeah, it's not uh, a good move. But it's way weirder when it's John Popper from Blues Traveler doxing just a random guy. You know? Yeah. I think it's funny that he does it. Like, how much time you got, dog? That's the thing, because to get, he had to go on Google Maps. He had to, like, get this aerial view. And then he keeps, like, I guess he was, like, photoshopping pictures of him, too. Yeah. Yeah. He posted a picture of him. Um, he said, I've seen his mug. He's pretty old, certainly, for this. And he posted a picture of him in a car. Um, but it's also like, you're too old for this. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, like, you're 70. You're both too old for this. I'm Dude, trying to see if I can The bottom line the is, I got a shit ton of time. Yeah. And I still don't have enough time to do all of this. Well, also, like, yeah, you don't have the, like, obsessive gene where it's like, not only am I going to search my name on Twitter, not only am I going to reply to people on Twitter, I'm going to go that third step and, like, find out information yeah. about them and yeah. actively try and get people to, like, hurt them. Yeah, it's not right. But having said much. that, if you uh, know... Any of the people who commented negatively on our podcast, <laughs> you can find their names and information. We don't want to hurt them, but uh, I do think Popper we just want to rough them up a little bit. <laughs> we just want them to know that we know who they are. I feel like he overestimates how rabid his fan base is too. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna put the address out there. Do what you will. Everyone's like, Yeah, Blues Nation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, why don't have... you guys travel to this guy's house? <laughs> maybe they in like the nineties. Yeah, but yeah. Now. Even then, I feel like they just don't have. I mean, maybe we'll find out. According to Facebook. Facebook, which we should get to in a second, okay, right after cool. we get to Jared's comments. Uh, people seem to love this band, but I think they're really stuck on two songs. It's, yeah, yeah. Run Around and Hook. Yeah, I feel like without that, we, people, I think after and before that, they probably had some big fan base. I uh, loved them in high school for one reason. They had a this? song that was used as the motto for Bushlight. What was that? The Mountains Went Again. Oh, oh yeah. that's pretty good. And it was in the Bushlight ad, and it was—I don't know if it was commissioned by Bushlight, but it was incredible. And it was—if you're a young idiot, boy, do you love a song that is tied to a shitty beard. Can I tell you my tweet that I sent? Yeah, 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 yeah. We found it earlier. I pulled it up. Yeah, I, I got it, it. Said, "Hey, John, I want to suck your dick for you since you can't jerk off. My head makes a good rest for your stomach <laughs> while I suck your fat dick." Oh my god! Uh, I said, "I'm listening to." I brought it up. I I tweeted him. I go. I'm listening to Blues Traveler. Retweet if you like this. Fave if you think I am really cool. Retweet and fave if you think both are true. And Blues Traveler rules. And it got nothing. Literally zero. <laughs> zero. Literally nothing. I looked at it earlier. Zero and zero. It got yeah. nothing. Nothing. A hard zero. <laughs> and then it says at. That's like takes effort to get a hard zero. Maybe not for you. Not, yeah, not for, for me. <laughs> uh, Blues Traveler tweeted back at me. They said at Marifartown. This doesn't seem to be going well. Oh wow. <laughs> we should note Tim's Twitter handle is Mayor of Farttown. <laughs> it was then and it still is now. And then I said, I know. I'm kind of bummed. I should have kept myself out of it. And they said, you rule despite the name Fart Town is an affluent-looking suburb with fragrant arboretums and public garden and convenient shopping winky face. Yeah. Wow. This guy's searching everything. If he finds this no-like, no-retweet <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and responds twice to it, I mean, he must be. Dude. Imagine like if me or you tweeted at him. I tweeted. I'm like genuinely afraid of posting about this I podcast. I am, too. I, I'll look, post about fans, it. I don't John. give a fuck. And also... 
I tweet at bare naked ladies all the time, and they never get back to me. Well, I don't think that they look at their Twitter. I don't think that either of those guys. I mean, one of them's gone, and then the other one is like, I don't think he gives that much of a shit about it. They're, they seem to have a sense of humor about themselves. Um, but Popper, we're a fan. Yeah, <laughs> we love you, and uh, please don't be mean to us. Uh, you can run be around. mean to me, but I don't. And care. the guy who made the joke about you eating your bassist, his name is Tom Tacon. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> AKA Bollywood never, Brady. I would never fat shame. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Not like you guys. I actually, I got into a little bit of a bind this week. Tommy was so ashamed of being fat, he lost weight. <laughs> <laughs> that is the ultimate fat so shame. Popper, though. Popper lost weight. He's, a, I assume, a good-looking man now. I and you were saying you got in a bind funny. because you watched Fifty Shades Free and made your That's girlfriend true. tie you up. <laughs> I was like, hey, put, tie me up now. I saw the movie. I want. We bought the merchandise that they sell from the movie. It's so weird that they sell branded well, merchandise. Every popcorn comes with a whip. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Tom's with his girl. He's like, "Thank you, Mister Gray." <laughs> She's Mister Gray now. Okay, keep going. I saw the preview. What I was gonna say was stupid. Anyway, let's okay. just move on. Okay. Uh, we should uh, we should listen to Jared real fast. Um, this is uh, this is of course the owner of the beautiful comedy attic in gorgeous Bloomington, Indiana. And he is a friend of the foe, friend and foe of the podcast, friend of the foe of the podcast, Tommy McNamara. Um, you're the foe now. What the hell? Yeah, that's right. Bitch. Look at me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the foe now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn this up. And, and he has a lot of thoughts on Tim, I'm sure, so I'm very excited to hear this. <laughs> What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have uh, Tim McLaughlin on discussing Blues Traveler. You know, this is like no one cares about Blues Traveler. There's just no I – I haven't looked at the Facebook stuff, but I absolutely guarantee you that there's no one on there who's just completely trashing this band and nobody that's like, oh, I love them. Like they're my favorite band. Like they're nobody's favorite band. They're not relevant to anyone. There's no reason for anyone, for any reason, to have ever gone back and tried to listen. Like no one knows is, is run around on their first album. Who knows? Did they have five albums before that? Literally not a person on earth is not in that band. Even their families don't know if they had an album before the album with the runaround on it. They're completely irrelevant. The most interesting thing about them is that John Popper, if I remember correctly, like fights with people on on Twitter. I think, you know, they did cameos. I believe they were on Roseanne. Um I know they were in he he or they were in movies. It's like, but that's what I'm saying. This is like you're talk you're you're discussing the merits of the twelfth man on the bench of the 1991 Phoenix Suns. Like it just doesn't matter. It's stupid. You're wasting everyone's time. Stop doing bands that nobody out there cares about. No one is going to listen to this because of Blues Traveler. Like, at least when you talk about shitty bands like 311 and so Sublime, you can find fans. You can't find fans of this band. They don't exist. All right, uh, Tommy, keep up the good work. You're doing real good there. All right, thanks. Hey, guys, this is Tom from the future. Whoa, a flying car just whizzed by my head. Um, when we recorded this, the voicemail screwed up. So when we come back on, you'll notice that we were talking about how the voicemail cut off. Later on in the episode, we were able to hear it. So when we come back from a break, we're much angrier at Jared than we are here. But uh, at this point, we had only heard him kind of talk about how Blues Traveler was irrelevant. So 
Here we are back to the podcast. Well, Jerry Bear, your voicemail it, it cut off at one forty four. I so. love the Sopranos ending that you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, he but makes a great point because I have no idea. Yeah, it is what true. I think a lot of people would be on. Yeah, I, everyone I, thought it was their first album, but it's their fourth album. Oh, you do know? Yeah, that's because the album is four, and yeah. you don't have to hold up four fingers every oh, time yeah. you say four. <laughs> we well, you're it. stupid, Tommy. Yeah, you <laughs> get, Tommy. I want you to understand. <laughs> no, it was on this many. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim has to do that. So that he, it's like a little thing his mom taught him to do, <laughs> so that he remembers. She's had a rough life. <laughs> <laughs> She's had a rough, hanging to the floor. Yeah, but you make a lot of good points there, Jay Barry. It's uh, it's very possible people don't care enough about this band. I, I do, we have got like fifty comments on this Facebook so thread, though. Yeah, there were a ton. I didn't even read them. I was like, Ugh. well, I can't really read, but I was also <laughs> like, I didn't, I'm not going to read them. He looked at the profile pictures of the people who posted them though and they all look like dorks because they're your friends and fans what the hell oh. these are your friends too Speaking i know your friends all charlie my... charlie vergos writes number world's number one dorks charlie vergos <laughs> that dude that dude was on fucking had hot takes on scrabble the other day <laughs> all right uh <laughs> it was you think too many triple word scores i don't even know all right <laughs> All right, Charlie says, love Blues Traveler <laughs> and yeah. hate the shit people give them. They gave a free outdoor concert when I lived in New Orleans, and when they played Devil Went Down to Georgia, Storm Clouds came out, and out of nowhere, so you know they had that devil worried. Oh, boy. Don't try to be funny on here, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you fucking dork. Also, I think they would have made a great Dark Horse candidate to be the band at the end of Rat Race if Smash Mouth turned it down. Shut the hell up, Charlie. I'm sorry I read that, people. They were in um, Blues uh, Blues Brothers 2000. They were also... There was another the one that somebody they else. oh they're in one? kingpin also yeah kingpin that uh Kingpin's but, a great movie it is good but anyway is the song in kingpin oh interesting yep i love kingpin it's so good uh yeah, kingpin's our friend great. ashley heseltine has an autograph cd from john popper uh da, da, da. Michael he just Martin, threw the eggplant emoji on it. <laughs> Michael Martin, otherwise known as uh, Home Halfway, wrote, Will it be easy to find your podcast, or will you give me the runaround? Thank you very much. I don't get it, Michael. <laughs> Who's he thinking? <laughs> Why would we give you the runaround? It's just on iTunes. Uh, let's see. Our friend Kat Cruz wrote, I have a good story. Message me. And then she wrote me that... Uh, Let's see. She said, "I asked you to I think that said, "Massage me." Oh, <laughs> that's uh, that was written by Miss Tress. <laughs> uh, let's see. My story is that they were a featured band at a corporate event, and and I got John Popper to give me a kiss on the cheek. Uh, the performance was awesome. He was handing out tiny harmonicas to the audience, Aww. and I went That's up to tight. get one, like but that. he had to run out. He had run out of uh, tiny harmonicas, so I pointed to my cheek, and he kissed it. He's my boyfriend now, so take it easy, fellas. Casey James Salengo. I do love the idea of handing out little harmonicas. I love that. I'm back yeah. on Team Popper. We should start doing that at our show. If you come, inexplicably, if, if you're yeah. one of the first 200 people at our next Caroline show, you're gonna get a kazoo. If no, actually, I'm sorry. If you're Number one after the first 200. <laughs> you know who I like to have at my corporate events? What's that? Something corporate. Oh, shit. That'd be pretty good. I mean, they fit perfectly. They do. They tell you what they are right off the bat. That was those money-grubbing losers. <laughs> <laughs> we should name our show Something Hacky. <laughs> Something um. Hacky This Way Comes. <laughs> Uh, Casey James Lingo, former guest on the podcast, says they were my first cassette tape. I listened to them every day for a year and still think they're rad. 
Then he says, looks like everyone loves them. Shut the thread down and let's go home. Which pisses me off. And then I said, they dox people. And Casey said, I thought we liked that. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I think he thought about the docking thing that I was talking about. (laughs) Dude, I'll tell you this. My first cassette was... This is how we do it. Single by Montel Jordan. Dang. That's a great. That's a great one. Yeah. This is how we do it. Still banging in clubs to this day. It's so yeah. good. It's a great song. I just heard that on Saturday night. Someone named. Which is weird because it says this is how we do it. It's Friday night and everyone is looking around like. They should have to. He should have made a version of that song for every, for every day of the week. <laughs> and for like holidays. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's President's Day <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I it's- feel alright. <laughs> My body's here at sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. <laughs> Uh, someone by the name of Wally Wallace writes, I actually have a decent John Popper story. I used to work for a radio station that usually played more underground music than Blues Traveler, but the promoter on the show really wanted him to come do an in-session at our station. So I passed the call to our music director, who scheduled him, but I didn't know the music director thought that I was going to interview him, so John Popper shows up with some musician buddies on a Saturday to our station in Boulder while I'm shopping with my girlfriend in Denver. The station's engineer calls me up and says, John Popper is at the studio to see me so i get in my car and race up to boulder and get there right as they finish the interview they had gone ahead and recorded themselves as if i were asking the questions and i went in that afternoon and added the questions in long story short at the end of the day john popper gave me a harmonica that i still have today that's insane this dude is made of harmonicas The dude got lap band surgery and just harmonicas fell out. I bet he wasn't even fat. He just had a coat <laughs> full of harmonicas. Everybody's like, he walks around and jingles like he's full of change. Um, that's uh, Oh, Adam Newman of uh, Comedy Central fame said, I saw them in college and they opened, closed, and brought back run around in their encore they played it three times and every time the crowd was happy three is crazy i've seen somebody play a song twice but i've never seen it three i saw ying yang twins they opened and closed with the whisper song damn that's good they gotta do that interesting yeah it was at a it was at a terrible bar in warsaw indiana they had fallen from grace speaking of encores i got a bone to pick Speaking of encores, can I get an encore? <laughs> Do we want more? Uh, I went to see a Whitney Houston impersonator last night. What bathtub was she in? wonderful <laughs> girlfriend. Classic joke. You made you that joke it. in person last he night. He did it, it was, the other day. I didn't get it then. Good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's offensive. And, uh, no. Um, so she's playing the hits and all whatever. She plays mostly the hits. There's some songs that they play that I didn't. we didn't know. And I know a lot of Whitney Houston. But... Um, she doesn't play. She gets off before playing. Um, what's the song from Bodyguard? I will always, I will love, always you. love you. Which is not a Whitney Houston song originally, but right. Wait, who's the original? It's a Dolly Parton song. Wow, Dolly Parton is so talented. Yes, I love Dolly Parton. We're going. Um, we were making plans to go to Dollywood last night. Oh, I would love to do that. Yeah. If everybody flies to Chicago, I'll drive us all there. <laughs> um, is there a way to do it without having to be in the car with you? <laughs> yeah, Wait, you drive in, yourself there. Isn't it in Nashville? Yeah, but I'm just saying. For, That's a long drive from Chicago, motherfucker. I don't give a fuck. To Nashville. No, you got to pop for this thing. You put 13 guns in the truck, <laughs> yeah, and you head to Dollywood. I got a bunch of guns. I got to take to Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, That's so so she gets. She's like, all right. Well, it's been a great day, and everybody has to yell encore for her to play. I will always love you. Just play the goddamn song. You're an impersonator. All right. She's very talented, but don't fuck with us. I agree. You know what that we're here to see. You know what we want, bitch. 
You play that ended with a B side. Fuck you. I love when uh, bands like are up front and just like, listen, I, we don't want to do the rigmarole of like going off stage. We'll just play. This will be the encore. Have you I ever, love that. I love when bands do that. It's my favorite thing. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, waiting suck. twenty minutes. Yeah. Horrible. Come on. Yeah. Don't make us jerk you off like that. I get because there's always going to be at least some people who are going to be like encore, and it's like, how many do you need for us to like? Yeah. It sucks. And also. Let me go home, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to go home. Are you saying that people are yelling encore when you're performing? Yeah, yeah. People are like, encore. And I'm like, hey, I'm out of material. <laughs> so I start doing Tim jokes, and they're like, oh, we didn't know that somebody could sit, use the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know somebody use, could use the R word so many times in a set. There was a great uh, moment. You mean relatable? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm gotta, in every man. No, we gotta tell this story from <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Tom said, "Like I'm happy." Tom goes, "Hey, Tim, I'm happy you don't do that joke about a special needs guy anymore." And Tim goes, "Which one?" <laughs> With all sincerity. And then he said, "Well, you gotta punch up." <laughs> one of my favorite Tim moments. Um, I think that's enough from Facebook. Probably. There's. Th- thank you so much for your feedback. If you want to be a part of the Facebook clan, uh, sign up at Facebook.com. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, email, we like them now. <laughs> email Mark Zuckerberg. You want to be part of the plan now. <laughs> you want to be part of the plan? Get on the book. Did you have to start that up? <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to step on your thing. Hey, Tim, just talk for a while, why don't you? All right. <laughs> hey, guys. That. Listen, Tim here, uh, friend of the show. If you want to dox me, I live at 2411 North Drake Avenue, 60647 Chicago, Illinois. Just come. Come to my house. See what happens. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We're back. So we just listened to the rest of Jared's voicemail that we uh, that you obviously heard before because I edited it back in. But uh, get fucked. This is so annoying. <laughs> I think it was great what he said at the end. <laughs> <laughs> he said, because I told him he got cut off, and he was like, which part? Really? Try again, so then I lit. I did, and for some reason this time it worked. But uh, he said the funniest part was at the end. I want to say, stop with the complaining about what band we're doing. All right, it's fun. We do this for fun. It's a fucking free show. Also, comedy <laughs> podcast. It's a comedy podcast and then a music podcast. All right, I was get su- off our asses. I was surprised he didn't take any shots at me. To be very honest, yeah, I'm pretty shocked by that too. I edited those out. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, Damn. yeah. But I uh, I said this to him and I'll say it again. This is like if uh, you did a show like he Jared owns a comedy club and sometimes if you own a comedy club there's going to be a small audience and it's like if the comic that he hired to perform just bitched about the club and the the audience the whole time. This is the equivalent of what you're doing on our podcast, Jared. So thanks for doing it. Uh, all right, so we should get into this playlist because we are already 47 minutes into this bad boy. We've been riffing it up, baby. Riffing it up on the west side. All my homies just partying poolside. So, what's number one? Let's, uh, <laughs> let's listen to But Anyway. Oh, I meant to tell you, it goes from my least, from my least favorite to most favorite if we go bottom up. Okay. So this is my most favorite Blues Traveler song. All right. Because it was featured on... Uh, Waterboy? No. This is your most favorite. I like this one the best. He has the butteriest voice in this song. You did think he was saying, but any word. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a stretch, bud. <laughs> but yes. I've been taking <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, you took joke poppers. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a fun ass song. This is fun. I'm having fun. <laughs> so that was But Anyway. A classic blues song. <laughs> But anyway, let's move on. No, uh, I read some song facts about this little ditty. Ooh. Um, blues traveler frontman John Popper was caught in the friend zone with the band's original bass player, Felicia Lewis, when he wrote this song. The group's guitarist, Chan Kinchla, told us the story in our 2012 interview. The song's an unrequited love song about John and our original bass player, Felicia, who he kind of had a crush on. She was actually classically trained as a violinist, and she was just playing bass for fun because she was friends with everyone. What did she say? Uh, What did they say when she left the band? Uh, What's that? Bye, Felicia. Fuck. How did Tim get (laughs) it? I don't know how I missed it. Dude, I'm pretty quick sometimes, but I was was giving Tom time to get it. fuck off. I'm going to edit that out so that I I said it. (laughs) Well, say it now. Do you know how rare it is that I play straight man? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty rare that you said it. That you do any favors for anybody on the show. Say it now, Tom. Bye, Felicia. And hold. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Uh, so, so, dude, that's so awkward, right? Like, because that fucking No Doubt song, like, Spider... Was it Spiderwebs about, like, you're thinking her... thinking Don't Speak. Yeah, Don't Speak is about, uh, like, her and the bassist, and then they had yeah. to be in the band together. For sure. And then he writes this song, like, hey, I love you and shit, and then she's just like, yeah, I'm just doing this for fun, dog. I don't like, There's a long history of that, though. That's Fleetwood Mac, too. It's, uh, I, I, well, I mean, bands. It's Tommy are... Mac on yep. this podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to bang you. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. What's up? Nice. I'm taking you to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the thing I didn't want to talk about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you brought it up this time. Uh, All right. Uh, Kinchla says that Felicia was a great student and eventually became a doctor. That's weird how it says. That's how it says became doctor. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Her calling was medicine, not music. When Bobby Sheehan was ready to take over on bass, Felicia stepped aside, says Chan. It's a very amicable situation. John always had kind of a crush on her, but they were just friends. Uh, That song's a whole whole affair. They're still very close. What's weird is then he fell in love with Sheehan. I think he just had a thing with her bassist. Uh, this was the first hit for Blues Traveler. It shot them to stardom after seven years of touring and three previous albums. All that touring primed the band for their success, and they did very well on many TV appearances. They earned as a result of this song. In particular, David Letterman became a huge fan and had the band on several times, often bannering with John Popper during the show. I remember seeing them on Letterman, actually. I think that's something that I... Really? I, I think that's some, that. something where I was like, oh, they're respected because Letterman likes them. Yeah, I grew up yeah. on the same street as David Letterman. Is that true? Turns out that streets don't rub off comedically. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in Indianapolis, Indiana. Before we uh, move on. Indianola. (laughs) You can't say Indianapolis? (laughs) No, I said Indianapolis. Indianola was the street that me and David Letterman both grew up on. 
Oh, wow. David Letterman and I. Oof. I saw those eyes you were giving <laughs> me, Tommy. That sounds like a, like a misfaded attempt at an Indian cola. <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, the thing Tom drinks? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what the hell? <laughs> okay, but before we move on, and before I make any more horrible riffs, <laughs> that harmonica riff is the best harmonica riff of all time. Damn. Yeah, it's a sick-ass harmonica It's better riff. than any of the other Blues Traveler ones. It's the best one, right. in my opinion. Okay. If you have any, uh, if you have a better harmonica riff, why don't you send it in to us at standbyyourbandpod at gmail dot com. That's what we want, fan harmonica. <laughs> if you can riff on a harmonica better than that, get on there. Oh, yeah. All right, let's hear the runaround. It's just called runaround, actually. The runaround. The runaround with Robin Thede. Uh-huh. That's for no one. This is probably their biggest. <laughs> that is truly for no one. <laughs> is this their biggest hit? Let's see. For sure. Yeah. I don't care what Spotify says. This is the biggest day. I just realized I'm a dumbass, and all the song effects I just gave were for Runaround, not for, <laughs> <laughs> not for the other song. It makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I was like, Runaround is what it sounds like she's giving it. Alright, this makes more sense. Now that you listen to it, it's also more awkward because he's like, yo, bitch, you could be the runaround and shit. And then she's all like, you fat. Remember when he was fat? Very weird imagery in this song. Yeah, Game show sure. contestant, magician. Did the when, it, when he says, uh, I remember the phone call and what you said. Yeah. That always reminds me of the time I've told you about this, but the time my friend, I got broken up by this girl and she immediately started dating another guy. And then eight months later, it's three in the morning and my friend Paul Krebs calls me and I wake up and he goes, did you hear about Sarah? She's engaged. And then he just hangs up the phone. <laughs> and that lyric always reminds me of that. And then I laughed for an hour and went back to sleep. This might not be on the song facts, but the phone call he's talking about in this song is actually from the little girl from The Ring. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, that's what Hollywood was begging for the movie rights. <laughs> <laughs> Man, sometimes <Beautiful>. we're great. <laughs> when we're good, we're great. <laughs> she, said, she said, touring for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said, baby, let's keep in touch. <laughs> it was very creepy. All right, let's hear Hook, now that we already know the song facts. For, uh. what? Now, notice how the lyrics have changed from the early version we heard. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is a good harmonica jam on this, too. But the other one's so memorable. Yeah, the other one's better. This one just follows the chords. That one stands on its own. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I say. Apparently, this uh, song is about his uh, crush on the bassist. <laughs> <laughs> 
She got him hooked. <laughs> a fun song. Now, apparently, that's about the time he thought something, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I realized what I did. There were no uh, song facts for that other song. So the top for one but was anyway? for... Uh, yeah, okay. so the top one was for uh, for Runaround. The so video for But Anyway is like them live, uh-huh. uh, but then they like sneak in like scenes from... Uh, fuck, I forgot the Captain name of the Hook? Mo- no, the movie. I mean Hook. Hook? No, no, for but anyway. Peter Pan. No, the bowling movie. Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin. Yeah, they sneak in snippets from Kingpin. Here's here's some fun facts about this song. That would have been great if I could say it. Now, this song is a grand meta commentary on pop music. It truly is. It's about how the hook will bring you back. It's about how the hook is the only important part of the song. Uh, let's see. It's uh, if If it has a hook people like, you can say whatever you want. People will like the song and buy into it. Doesn't matter what I say as long as I sing it with inflection. He knows that a hit song needs to have a catchy hook. These song facts suck. Well, this is the thing. People said this in the Facebook comments, too. People think that they're the first one to figure this out. They're like, no, people don't get it. This song is actually a meta thing. It's like, yeah, anyone who listens He's to the fucking song gets it. telling you that. Like, it's so, <laughs> It's not yeah. like a Kaufman-esque. Like, <laughs> like, no, it's like, yeah, it's right there. This is interesting, though. The song, the second verse contains an interesting bit of wordplay with Popper singing. To confuse the issue, I refer to familiar heroes from long ago before getting into the Peter Pan story as he sings about Captain Hook trying to be bring Peter Pan back to Neverland. Another way, the hook brings you back. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, man. I Listen, here's the thing. I don't really listen to lyrics, so like, I was just like, oh, this song's tight. But then, like, if I knew it was like about all this self-indulgent fucking horse shit, I wouldn't have put it on the fucking list. <laughs> well, like, this is why wait. people give a shit for cursing so much, Tim. Because oh. you're on once every Because <laughs> I've been on twice. <laughs> Wait, guy, all he does is curse. The guy who Did likes he... the band because their concert wasn't crowded <laughs> didn't take an in-depth look at the lyrics. <laughs> Did you... Did, do people get mad at you for cursing? No, oh, there was one comment. And you know me. One comment will inform <laughs> everything I think about everyone. Yeah. Pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> That'll help. <laughs> Fucking... Um. Listen, if I can p- pull a phrase... Those people are yeah. Hold on, hold on a second. Those people are a garbage fire. Oh, thank you, (laughs) Yas Quinn. I will say we got the nicest comment we've ever gotten the other day. Where uh, and we appreciate you. The people who are doing nice things for us, we do appreciate you. Oh, I Uh, saw that comment. It was written by T (laughs) Takar. Hey, he sounds like a good man. (laughs) Low T Takar. Low T Takar. Um, all right. Let's I will listen. say that's a great song. I, like I, I love song. the way he sings it. I I just hate when people get so grandiose about how clever it is. It's like sure. It's it's well. It's a, yeah, it's a good that's song. idiots being like I get it. Yeah, 
It's like when people it was like when people saw like Ocean's Eleven and they're like, I oh yeah, and then they get all like crazy. It's like yeah, it wasn't that fucking clever, dog. They yeah. fucking spell it out for you. It's like when you see the movie Den of Thieves. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the <laughs> and dude blown away. And the dude next to you is like, they're using the car to hey, get don't in. Don't ruin the it for anybody. Way. and then and then his girlfriend goes. Oh, <laughs> we saw Den of Thieves this week. It sucks. Uh, next song is a sweet uh, is Sweet Pain. That's featured in the sound pack, soundtrack for Fifty Shades Darker, um, <laughs> which is not a movie. No, nope. wait, is it not? Oh wait, is that the second? I think one? it's the second one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the Fifty Shades? Freed Fifty Shades Freed is, is the one that's out right yeah, now, which is the worst starring title. Jared Freed <laughs> of the J Train. J Train, and he runs J Train. On. I love Jared Freed. <laughs> good man. Uh, yeah, check out the J Train. Um, let's see here. That song's uh, just like a departure, you know, from their other stuff that has a lot of harmonica. This had not as much harmonica. But which turns it into just any vague 90s ballad. Sure. And you know what I love? Any vague 90s <laughs> ballad. I fucking That's love fair. them. That's going to be my first. A no-go. <laughs> I've become that guy. <laughs> Let's see here. I there are no song facts for this one either. I think we're going to be missing a uh, a lot of um we're going to be li- missing a lot of uh song facts for the rest mm, of these. This goes back to enough. prove that Jared is right. <laughs> that no one cares enough to make song facts. <laughs> the only band that doesn't have a Wikipedia. <laughs> no one just cared enough. <laughs> I mean, I mean to Jared's credit, they do only have 35,000 Twitter followers. Damn. Would you think I mean, that's more? Not that surprising actually. Now, what do you have, Tim? 1,600. <laughs> Just 16? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was like 16, and then I got on Bob and Tom, and then I got a bunch of followers, but then uh, they all unfollowed me. Oh, really? You get yeah. Twitter followers from Bob and Tom? Yeah. That's pretty wild. I thought the people who listened to Bob and Tom were like dumbasses. Yeah, that's why they followed me. <laughs> <laughs> no, they see, I'm sure they're nice people. Um, 
Check out me and Nikki's radio show coming up. Uh, why not plug oh, some things? Oh, damn. You started We're going to be plugging in like four minutes. I know. <laughs> I, I thought of it right then. I'm still looking up Blues Traveler. I'm trying to see if anybody's uh, said anything on Twitter about this song specifically. I like to have something for each song, but we don't have to do that. Let's Here's listen. something. You can't spell T-Pain without sweet pain. I meant hold to say that edit. the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hold for edit. Classic. <laughs> That's right up there with cool. cool. I Dude. hate cool. I hate cool, cool too. Always when you, when you edit it, Tim can you flip it so I said that right? Oh, yeah. I, I have that <laughs> sort have of that technology? <laughs> um, yeah. T- uh, Tim pulled the old cool us on the live show. Boy, was he proud of himself, piece of shit. I will say, I skip every live episode of every podcast I listen to. But if you did that for ours, go back and listen to yeah, it. Go, it's, a fun, it's a fun time. Cool. The audience mostly liked it. Let's listen to <laughs> <laughs> Carolina Blues. Of his sour, creamy voice. What's up with this song there, Timbo? It's just fun, like more blues. It's a little more blues. pretty rock and roll. It's like yeah. kind of Black Crozy. It sure. is great. Black Crozy is a good way to describe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I think this is where the, all that beef started on Stern. I don't know if it's Ooh, from this song. I love but the, uh, they put distortion on the harmonica, which sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. it does sound cool. And the first time I heard this one, I didn't love it. And then when I was listening to it again later, I kind of liked it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I don't like it. No, <laughs> I, I like it. I like it a lot. Cool. I like any... There's like... Two, I think this is the second song that has like Carolina blues in the title. Like sure. I think uh, uh, the uh, uh, what's that Jack White band? White Stripes. No, the other one. Raconteurs. Yeah, I think the Raconteurs do a Carolina blues song that I really like too. Damn, that was probably after this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was after this. But that goes to show you how little I know about music when I say, "What's that Jack White band?" <laughs> and then the first thing Tommy says is the White Stripes. I wouldn't Which have been means, surprised. I wouldn't yeah. have been surprised either if I couldn't have pulled the white stripes. What's that Meg White band? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. She got a bad rap. I, I said she Meg has white. a sex tape. Yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I like how at the same time I said I respect Meg White and you said she has a sex tape. <laughs> like at literally the exact same time. <laughs> but he meant that he respects her for that. That's yeah. how he says it. That's, <laughs> how, that's how you get famous in my eyes. Yeah, Tim had never heard of uh, Paris Hilton before A Night in Paris. Yeah. Or Kim Kardashian before, before A Night, Night in Paris. Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh, let's hear Most Precarious, and let's get the hell out of here. So this song starts like a Jimmy Buffett song, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. 
give up, don't allow disaster. Don't you give up, don't you let away. Talking about a forever after. Don't you give up, don't you dare give in. Don't you give up, don't you dare give in. Doesn't it seem most precarious? Doesn't it seem such a chance to take? Doesn't it seem most precarious? Why does it feel like a Please understand and hear what I'm saying again. The time is now and you don't have long. She could be oceans away tomorrow. He like auto tunes his own voice. Like T Pain. Oh. <laughs> now we get it. That was most precarious, a word that Tim doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it means like kind of dangerous a little bit. Ooh, okay. Is that true? Only time will tell. That song sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it because it sounds starts like a, well, I'm not a big Jimmy Buffett guy. I've seen him a few times, yeah, a but Jimmy I'm Buffett guy. but I'm blacked Jimmy out Buffett. every time. I, yeah, Jimmy Buffett is a big Jimmy Buffett guy. Man. <laughs> what you blacked out? How was it? I think I had a great time. <laughs> I don't know. I Did kept... your girl give you that parrot head? <laughs> I kept doing the fins while she did. I took my fins to the left and fins to the right. Yeah, she just keeps yapping while she blows. Up. Yeah, I go, give me that parrot head, and she was like, no. And I go, she you goes, gotta. She goes, squawk, give me that parrot head. Uh, three out of six. <laughs> and I was like, you gotta change. Even your... with the year of generosity, no, three point two five out of six. <laughs> oh wow, year. I love the, all three singles are so good. I love the harmonica on them. The other three songs, like I think it's one of those bands where the public was right. They Damn. made the songs that were supposed to be big, big, and the rest uh-huh. are the rest. I agree with that. I like the three. That uh, I like those first three that you also like. Um, I don't love but anyway though. I think it kind of sucks. Also, I just love that harmonica riff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think I'm gonna go two point seven five to balance out the year of generosity with my darkness. Uh, there, uh, to every Opie, there is an Anthony. And to every <laughs> so you're Anthony. Oh, Luke, no, Holy no, you're shit! Anthony. No, you're Anthony. Oh fuck! Wait, if there's if that's true. Then in two days, it's going to be Whip em Out Wednesday. <laughs> All right, Tim, what do you what? give the playlist? Yeah. Uh, I give it a six, babe. Babe? <laughs> yeah, babes. Hey, what the hell? I give it a six. Listen, I liked all the songs. Um, I progressively liked them less. Sure. This is a smart way to do it. But, <laughs> well, I told, I sent no, no, in no, the no, message, no. go from the bottom up. But Oh, uh, I didn't see that you did uh, that. We were sitting three feet from each other. <laughs> yeah, you could have told us this this whole time. I did. I said it right at the beginning when well, you played so You anyway. sent us the playlist like an hour before the fucking show because you were sleeping on our couch <laughs> till two, you piece of shit. It was 1245 and I was tired. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, that's a bit a of, uh, my dad would call it the Irish flu. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a six point one to uh Wow. Okay. To offset Tom's fucking horrible dickness of giving what it a two point seven five. Hey, to every Beavis there has to be a butthead and uh For every Wednesday you gotta whip him out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this has been Tim McLaughlin. Uh Tim, what do you gotta plug? Uh the Palm Pilots Pie. If you liked 
how moderately offensive I was on this podcast. Oh, God. Boy, yeah. you'll really love the Palm Pilots, the world's worst podcast. Please don't listen to the yeah, Palm Pilots. Honestly, it will hurt us if you do listen to that show. And then I'm uh, I'm at the Comedy Bar in Chicago the entire month of March. Oh, shit. That's wow. cool. Your house MC in? House MC. Hell yeah. I, they said, do you think you could feature? And I said, I headline sometimes. And they said, you're hosting. So. <laughs> Guest spots. <laughs> do you remember that time when Hugh Laurie was at Zanies? Oh, yeah. Uh, house MC, House... Wait, yeah, House MD, House MC. Yep. Of course. I remember. <laughs> Who could forget? <laughs> You could see Tom and I uh, tonight. This very tonight, this very eve at the Shaskeen Pub, where they used one of the funniest pictures of Tommy that they could have. You don't look anything like that anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they also spelled my name wrong in the promo. They're good people, though. It's going to be a fun show. (laughs) And then we'll be in Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Check out that show. I don't remember the name of the Um, venue, but it's look. It looks like a great. I've heard it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturday, uh, this Saturday, if you're in Williamsburg, I'll be at the Countdown Theater doing a full set where I'll be doing a bunch of stand-up and also playing songs from the Bruce Springsteen album, Born in the USA. Good album. Check that out. Uh, I found where we're going to be at. We're going to be at the Laugh Shack at Lincoln's. That's in Portland, Maine. The, uh, yeah, Portland. We should go to Stephen King's house. Ooh, we should. You're talking about Stephen Castillo, correct? (laughs) Yeah. Um... All right, uh, that's been the podcast. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash standbyyourband. There's going to be some new content soon, I promise. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, you get to stay at their house and sleep on their couch till 2 p.m. In my bed sometimes. If you stay at someone's house, say thank you. (laughs) That's that's been the podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Keep it crispy. (laughs) 